0: Hello everyone, Dr. Kerry Yerku here. Welcome to today's webinar called The 100 Day Diet. In this webinar, I'm gonna go over the secrets that I learned on my 100 day journey to lose weight. I eventually lost 30 pounds and I was able to overcome a number of obstacles uh, that in the past I wasn't able to overcome. I had tried things like the keto diet or uh, calorie counting And had lost a few pounds, maybe five, five or so pounds, and then ended up gaining them right back uh, after, you know, a few weeks. And so this time I really wanted to succeed and I got into this hundred day period um, with a lot of questions. You know, what could I do better? Uh, What would lead to weight loss? How does the body work? How could I mobilize the fat and burn it off? and uh, and it worked. And so I want to share that with you today. So uh, if you're thinking of losing weight, uh, you'll understand these uh, key principles uh, that can really help you. So my name's Dr. Carrie Yerkew and I had years of weight gain. In fact, uh, when I was a child, I was overweight, and I struggled with that, and I actually had to think a lot about that during this hundred day period. You know why was I overweight as a child, and that kind of set me up for being overweight as an adult. And there were years where I lost some weight during my twenties and thirties, and then started gaining weight back in the last five to ten years, where I was already uh, kind of pushing on that overweight slash obese uh, uh, category, and that really bothered me. And uh, I was struggling to lose weight. I had tried a few times in the past few years, and just didn't succeed, failed at it. But I was motivated this time. Uh, We were moving to a new neighborhood and into a new house. And I thought if on day one, if I moved in, when I moved, uh, you know, that would be a good starting point, a good catalyst for me. And as I write about in the book, I was also watching uh, Kirk Cameron on uh, Facebook, his 100-day revival, I think he called it. Uh, I watched the U.S. President with his uh, 100-day plan in his new presidency, and I was thinking, you know, what if I had a 100-day plan for me to lose weight? So they kind of coincided, and uh, I was really motivated. I wanted to start running again. I love doing half marathons, and I've done several earlier on in in, uh, in my life, you know, in my 20s. I did quite a few. I did a few in my 40s as well, and uh I wanted to improve my health. I knew if I was overweight, it would lead to arthritis in my joints or degeneration. It would lead to uh, other health issues, higher risk of heart disease and cancer uh, and uh, diabetes. So I knew the risks uh, being a health professional myself. I wanted to improve my energy so I could do things with my kids and my family and my grandkids eventually. So I knew uh, what was at stake energy-wise. My breathing was labored when I went up and downstairs. Sometimes I was out of breath, which I wasn't used to, um, or exerting myself, doing some activities. And I really wanted to be healthy and a good uh, role model for uh, my family, but I also wanted to be healthy a good role model for my patients and my coworkers as well. So uh, that was all at stake for me and on my mind as far as motivational factors. Just a disclaimer that this uh, video contains opinions and ideas of me, the author, and is intended to provide helpful and informative material on the subjects in the video. It's presented with the understanding that um, the author is not engaged in rendering medical health or other kind of personal or professional service in the video. The viewer should consult his or her medical health or uh, other competent professional before adopting any of the suggestions in this video or drawing inferences from it. The author specifically disclaims all responsibility for any liability, loss, or risk, personal or otherwise, which is incurred as a consequence directly or indirectly from the use and application of any of the contents of this uh, video or the book uh, that will be published. So as I was telling you, I tried many times to lose weight. I did the calorie approach. Um, Basically, a lot of books say that you know, if you count your calories um, that you can lose weight and one, one pound is 3,500 calories. So in units of energy, it made sense to me. But practically speaking, when I went to uh, count my calories, it didn't work. Uh, and I found this, is, this was one of the least useful uh, approaches uh, in my past attempts. So the calorie counting approach didn't work on its own. The keto diet, the way I was doing it in the past, didn't work either. I would lose five pounds, I'd have some muscle cramps, or kind of have that keto flu-like symptom, and then um, and then lose that five pounds for a few weeks, I'd be on this really restricted diet, eating a lot of meat, and not knowing what else to eat, and, uh, and then ultimately fail and gain the weight back again. So I really didn't have a lot of success uh, with those methods. So I wanted to find the secrets to success, and I was willing to try the keto diet again. I knew I could lose some weight with that, but I would need to learn more. And um, on day one, I got started, even though I didn't think I was really ready, but I knew I had to do a lot more research, so I started a diary. And in this diary, I started writing You know, day one, here's how I feel, this is what I need to know, how about these questions? I would ask myself those questions and, and then go do research and find the answers. And at the same time, I was reading a, a couple books from the library, um, e-books, and I was able to uh, kind of learn more about uh, different theories or, on, on weight loss and, and what other people had done. I'd watched some YouTube videos and uh, on social media, seen success stories. So that was motivating for me as well. So I basically documented everything in this diary, hoping that one day I would be successful and be able to share this with with you, the viewer. One of the keys to this uh, losing weight this time around was the clean keto diet. So uh, the reason I call it the clean keto is the dirty keto diet was uh, meat, cheese, and fat. So basically the vision I had before was a freezer full of uh, meat, uh, eating cheese and lots of fats, and um, like I told you, it really didn't work for me. It was just too restrictive, and I didn't think it was that healthy for me either. So I had to develop a clean keto based on these principles. Uh, and some of the things I switched to were plant-based pro- proteins. In fact, I'll share with this with you later. I was able to go get some organic protein powder. It was easy to find. I got mine at Costco. Uh, that i could use in smoothies so uh plant-based proteins Uh, i researched other types of proteins and vegetables Uh, so a vegan type of diet i researched some nuts uh, a fish and uh, the benefits of fish were that not only did they have protein but they had omega-3 fatty acids and these omega-3 fatty acids were good for uh, my circulatory system and good for my brain. So I started thinking, you know, I wanted to lose weight, but I also wanted to be healthier at the end of the hundred days than when I first started. Uh, So I researched omega-3 fatty acids and then fish oils and started to buy some fish oil supplements that could go in my smoothies as well. And with that, and I'll talk about this today too, uh, on the keto diet, you want to count your net carbohydrates. Fiber became important. So uh, basically, On the keto, you look at your total carbohydrates in a food, and you subtract the fiber to get you the net carbohydrates. And um, so fiber became important. And as I researched fiber more, I realized how that can make us feel more full, how it can stimulate the stretch receptors in our intestine and send a signal to our brain saying uh, we don't need to eat anymore, Uh, how long that would take, roughly 20 to 30 minutes, And how fiber was good at getting rid of waste products and helping our our bodies to be healthier, helping our uh, circulatory, our blood, uh, what's in our blood. Because uh, some of the waste products in the intestine would would be soaked up by the fiber and carried out of our body rather than being reabsorbed into the bloodstream. So I learned a lot about fiber as well, which I think was a real key to uh, my success. So Clean Keto is organic. Uh, plant-based proteins including protein powder powders are always easy and if you get good sources can be a very important part of a a weight loss routine i ate more fish and seafood so i would go and buy frozen fish and seafood wild caught uh so that i could uh eat that more regularly i bought uh, olive oil organic olive oil extra virgin olive oil uh MCT oil and coconut oils, grass-fed and organic butters uh, I bought, uh, which were very good on the keto diet because they have a lot of fat, but uh, little or no carbs. And uh, tofu. I started to eat tofu as a um, meat replacement. And I know a lot of uh, vegetarians do that. So tofu tasted great. I uh, actually bought an air fryer and I was able to use uh, the tofu in the air fryer and make cut it into cubes and then fry that up like I would uh, pieces of chicken, let's say. So I really started to learn a lot about um, uh, tofu and uh, vegan type of foods. So um, clean keto also includes fiber like supplements, uh, fibers and vegetables. I didn't eat a lot of fruits. Fruits had too much sugar. So Um, initially I was surprised to find that out I thought like fruits and vegetables would be good for me but found out most vegetables are okay there were a few like onions that I couldn't eat because they did have too much sugar in them or carrots so you have to be really careful and um, it's really good to have an app that'll tell you the numbers in the food so when you type in carrots and you're gonna input that in your app that um that you're aware of what you're eating because if you're not that could lead to failure and I think in the past that kind of led to some of the failures I had so I found out I couldn't eat fruits but I could eat berries and as time went on I substituted berries in my smoothies for artificial sweeteners like uh, alcohol-based uh, sweeteners and so back to the carb uh, carbohydrate calculation uh, on keto, total carbs minus fiber equals net carbs, what I found out was uh, some of the alcohol sugars like xylitol or erythritol would also count as a negative or subtract that from the total carbs. So it would be total carbs minus fiber minus sugar alcohols equals the net carb. But eventually I didn't want to keep eating those sugar alcohols. It gave me a little bit of undi- indigestion and I found out berries had a, a some net carbs, but uh, like raspberries, which is my favorite, or uh, strawberries, I could uh, add these berries to my smoothies and get rid of the artificial sweeteners and still be within my carb uh, net carb amounts per day. So berries did play an important part for me uh, uh, later on in the dietary process. For apps, I would recommend uh, the Carb Manager. I love that app. It's on my phone, but I could use it on my computer as well and my desktop and they would sync in the cloud and uh, I could, there's a lot of useful features. In fact, after time, I ended up buying uh, the upgrade for the uh, app. It didn't cost very much and it, and it unlocked a lot of, excuse me, different features that I could uh, use that would help me to set targets and uh, work with different ratios. So. One of the first things I went into was the macros part of the app. And I set up uh, ratios for keto. For me, I use 20 net carbs or less a day, but you can go up to 30 net carbs or less per day. And uh, so most of your um, uh, food and most of your um, calories are gonna come from fat and protein, primarily fats on the keto Uh, protein. I was surprised to find out protein and I'll also trigger insulin and cause uh, the protein to be um, put away as fat in our body. So I didn't know that if you ate too much protein, it wouldn't be good. So I had to adjust my ratio so that I had a lot of fat, uh, less protein, and very little uh, net carbs per day in order to mobilize my own fat and burn it up as fuel. Then as I started to lose weight, I was concerned that I would come to a standstill. Maybe I would lose five or 10 pounds again and then get stuck. And I didn't want to get stuck. And around the 15, 20 day mark, I was already, you know, lost five to 10 pounds. So I started researching um, different ways to continue to progress. And I kind of stumbled on intermittent fasting, um, And the reason I did is I was eating too many calories. So my net carbs were good. But when I looked at my app each day, I was going over in my uh, calorie budget per day. And I was concerned that that would affect me. Uh, I was respectful of the calorie uh, intake and output and and, uh, that I would have to burn more calories than I was taking in to lose weight. So I was uh, concerned I was eating too many calories and I... Kind of came across fasting and intermittent fasting and did some research on that and i just didn't want to reach a plateau and thought okay if i did intermittent fasting this could really help me to lose more weight so i kind of experimented with that and ended up um with a 16-hour uh, fasting window so i found if i did that every day so initially i was doing it twice a week three times a week trying uh, shorter fasting periods, eight hours, 24 hours. I didn't feel good when I tried 24 hours and kept researching and found out that the sweet spot for me and in some of the research, the sweet spot says 16 hours. So 16 hours of fasting, eight hours of eating. And this triggers a process in the body called autophagy, which is where the body kind of scavenges after a while and kind of eats debris in the blood Cell cellular waste products in order to burn that up as fuel but kind of cleans your blood that way and so I thought oh that's a positive something positive that I I didn't know about and that some positive uh, hormones and chemicals would be released like norepinephrine which would be helpful to combat some of the stress chemicals that would build up during the day so I was like that's a good thing too and I decided my eight-hour window well, I experimented with it and decided my eight-hour window would be 7 p.m., would be my cutoff at night, and I would have to wait till 11 a.m. to start eating again. And I was able to do that really easily with my with my lifestyle. So in the mornings, I'd wake up, like this morning, I still do this, and I would drink some water. I would have an electrolyte tablet with it, which I'll talk about in a minute. And... Um, I would have some black coffee, which I have right here on my desk. So I would do that. Sometimes I drink some tea and, um, I did try some, uh, soup broth or bone broth. I didn't like the taste of the bone broth. So I just stuck with the black coffee and water primarily and would wait until 11. And very rarely did I have hunger pains, especially if I was drinking water. It seemed like water, um, kind of quenched my hunger pains and did some research on that and found out people that fast for a long period of time like go on hunger strikes have a a lot of uh, hunger pains initially but if they do drink water and they're you know because they're getting dehydrated it really helps with the uh overcoming that so that was interesting and i applied that and then of course in the eight hour window you can't eat as much as If you do, if you start first thing in the morning, eat right till bedtime, and that's not good for you anyway. But uh, that calorie restriction of that eight-hour window, it seemed like during that time I would be eating enough food, I would feel full, uh, and get enough calories, but not too many. So that would kind of set me up for losing weight and consistently losing weight. So I tried different days, different times, finally settled in on a daily routine, and that was 7 p.m. to 11 a.m. each day. And I continue to do that now, even though the 100-day period is is in the past. Uh, As far as electrolytes go, when I first started the keto diet, I was concerned I'd get the keto flu, and uh, I researched that as well. And I had had muscle cramps and spasms in the past trying keto. I didn't want that to happen to me again. It would happen during the night. I'd wake up with a cramp or spasm that wouldn't let go. So when I researched it, I found out that when your sugar in your bloodstream is burned up, and the body starts using the glycogen in your muscles and the liver to mobilize it to use uh, use it for sugar and energy, <clears throat> as the glycogen gets depleted, uh, a lot of water goes up with it. So you lose like five pounds really quickly on keto because of the water being excreted but um, also some electrolytes are getting washed up with it and uh, if you lose things like magnesium it can lead to muscle cramps and I was thinking what could I do and I started researching electrolytes so I found uh, I thought I would be turning to some uh, sport drinks maybe for that but they had too much sugar to have on the keto so, I did a lot of research and found these noon N U U N, noon tablets on Amazon and bought them and would have them first thing in the morning with my water to rehydrate myself because during the night I would uh, lose some weight actually from dehydration. So, I'd have this noon tab with my water and then I'd have a black coffee with that. So, that was kind of my morning routine. And as time went on, I developed uh, better morning routines uh, that I'll tell you about. In a few minutes but um, I was able to do the intermittent fasting I was able to add some electrolytes pretty quickly into my regular routine and I didn't have the muscle cramps and I didn't have the keto flu either which is great so I drank more water I used a filtered source so the filtered source was uh, uh, from a Santivia water filter and at the, uh, it would take tap water, filter out impurities, and then add minerals back at the bottom. And this is from sentivia.com. So this uh, multi-stage filter would remove impurities and then add back essential salts and minerals. And uh, that was great. I felt the water tasted great. And I felt really good about the water I was drinking and water being so important. Um, it, you know, you have to Uh, drink many many cups of water per day if you want to lose weight so water is really critical it uh, combats dehydration and if you start to get dehydrated you start to have these hunger pains and sometimes you have cravings and that's really bad for uh, when you're trying to lose weight so the electrolytes uh, i would use first thing in the morning they were natural they didn't have sugars or additives in them uh, N-U-U-N is the tabs I used and I also used those tabs after exercise so later in my routine I added some uh, exercise and if I really sweated it out I would add the uh, the electrolyte tab and water after my exercise. I didn't think I'd be getting into exercise but uh, I started to research exercise during the 100 days and found that all you need to do is like 30 minutes of exercise and I started to research uh, ways I could maybe do less. And uh, what I found was uh, interval training was uh, just as efficient as uh, walking a long distance or running a long distance. So what I started doing was a 30 second, a slow walk. So i get out there and start walking and then I'd do a 10 second burst uh, and then 30 seconds walking and then try to go a little faster for 10 seconds. And what that did was I, I would get my heart rate up I would run as fast as I could for 10 seconds, then I'd walk for 30. I could manage that. I could test myself and expand my range and capacity. My lungs started to function better because they were getting challenged and and the, the range was being expanded. And eventually I would get myself up to 20, 30 minutes of doing these intervals. And I got the confidence to be able to run again, long distances. I'd go for walks with my wife uh, regularly. So all of that gave me bonus calories. So my app on my Apple Watch would record my activity level, and then that would give me some bonus calories. So if I went over a little bit, the exercise would bring me under for net calories per day. And uh, carbs too, if I went over by a couple carbs, the exercise would burn up some carbs, so I would be okay. And so exercise was a really great bonus, but it also increased my metabolism. It uh, got my body in better shape and it got me more kind of in touch with my body and how it was working. So exercise was really important. I also started to plan ahead. And um, as far as planning ahead, I started looking at my meals. So how many um, meals was I eating a day? Well, I was eating uh, lunch and dinner, and then how many snacks should I have in between? And for meals, I started researching, well, how many calories should I be eating for lunch, for dinner, and for snacks? How about events that were coming up? Like my birthday was during this period, or or my son had his graduation. Well, how was I gonna manage that when I couldn't control the foods I was eating and I was out, out, out at events? So I started to plan ahead, And sometimes I would even take a snack with me or eat a keto bar that was a really healthy bar uh, before the event or during the event. I'd have one in my pocket and I would search for foods that were keto compliant or I'd do my homework and find out what I could eat if I was going to a restaurant I'd look at their menu and see what I could eat in, in advance. And this was really important too because I didn't do this in the past. I also budgeted and I bought some containers, just some simple containers from the uh, grocery store. And then uh, you could put the ingredients of what you wanted for your lunch in there or your dinner or for a snack and easily uh, plan that for the day or even the day before. And, um, And then that way it doesn't leave it up to so much like chance of just selecting certain foods when you're hungry. So for planning ahead, what I found out was the first meal of the day should be the biggest meal. So for me, that was lunch. And um, I'd have to have the most calories at lunch, which is kind of the opposite of what I thought, that you know, dinner should have the most calories. So lunch became um, my biggest meal. I set my app so that it would have the biggest budget for uh, lunch, then supper or dinner was next. And then a snack. And what I found out was the uh, that eating le- a less amount of times per day was better. So not having several snacks, but uh, not stimulating the body too many times, so that it gets into digestive mode, because that's not as effective at losing weight as um, as just eating, you know, two or three meals, uh, two or three uh, different times in the day. So. I started to uh, budget uh, for these meals, having lunch was the biggest one and then dinner and then the snack in between the two. And for snacks, I went to Costco and I usually, like I got a a keto bar, which was easy to find. Uh, And then I started to substitute the bars with some nuts or um, a little bit of cheese with a keto cracker or uh, those types of foods that I could easily find at Costco as well and I would have that between uh, lunch and dinner. My basal metabolic rate, or BMR, started dropping as I lost weight. So when I lost 15 and 20 pounds, I had to reduce my calorie budget for the day. So I made those adjustments in my app, reduced my uh, calorie budget, um, and um, revved up my metabolism uh, by uh, exercising. So the basal metabolic rate needs to be adjusted. You need to drop that as you're losing weight 50 to hundred, 200 calories a day. So depending, there are some calculators online. And I did, I do put a, a, a link to a calculator, uh, in my book for scales. I bought a digital scale for food and I would measure everything the first time to make sure I had the right uh, amount. So I would do that in grams. And, um, I would input that into my uh, carb manager app and then what i would do is um, pretty much know how much a serving would be for me and then occasionally check on that putting it on the scale again so i wouldn't re-measure that food every time but the first time i was having a food i would look at the label see what a serving size was make sure i matched that up on my scale or if it was too much or too little i would adjust that to uh, for my own needs and then i bought a scale that i could stand on called uh I think it's called the v e sync by uh by just looking over at the scale by uh, an e-tech city so i'll put a link in my book but I bought this digital scale that had really good reviews and the great thing about that scale is it was very accurate to one decimal place I would weigh myself daily to um to compare to how I was doing. And what I was doing at the time, was that working or not? And I did consistently progress through this period. So it's like each day, each week, I was losing similar amounts of weight. So I kept progressing and weighing myself frequently was very good. Contrary to what a lot of books said, uh, you know, that you shouldn't, you shouldn't weigh yourself too frequently, like once a week, but I did it every day. And sometimes two or three times a day just to see where i was at and understand my weight better and this ve sync app uh, the way scale synced to my phone which then synced to my carb manager app so everything was kind of in one place for me which was great for a life my lifestyle i uh, developed a morning routine and in the morning routine it was composed of four things i would uh, pray about my weight loss so Uh, I'd ask God for help uh, to overcome my obstacles and to lose weight. I would meditate, and I had a Breathe app on my watch that I was able to uh, use for meditation. So I started a meditation practice. I had a gratitude journal of all the things I was thankful for, and I would read that that each morning and continue to do that now. And then I'd visualize, and I kind of added this in later. I would visualize myself. Uh, losing weight or or being thinner, and that was great too, and that was uh, something I really had to work on but these were the four components of my morning routine and usually that took me about twenty minutes so uh, you have to kind of adjust, get up earlier or um, you know stick to it, but you could develop your own morning routine, but uh, I developed this morning routine which helped to anchor me every morning, even if I felt. Like I didn't have a good sleep or the day before I didn't do that great with my diet or my uh, lifestyle, then I would reground myself in the morning. Sleep was essential and sleep is very important for weight loss. Um, For sleep, um, what's really important is is getting enough sleep. And if you can't get enough sleep, taking some naps to help yourself to stay uh, rested. And that way, when you're well rested, you make better decisions. And I used an auto sleep app on my watch and it was on my phone as well. That would record how long I was asleep for, the quality of my sleep, my heart rate. So it, it would give me some metrics on my sleep. And I started to learn a lot more about my, how I was sleeping. I would actually take naps whereas it's before I wouldn't. And I would just make sure cumulatively I had enough sleep. And for me, I was targeting eight hours a day so uh, eight hours a day seven days a week 56 hours of sleep a week some tips for sleep go to bed at the same time each day wake up at the same time cool your room off before you uh, go to sleep so you need a little cooler room for the body to uh, for it to be more conducive to sleep make sure the room is dark so it's not a lot of light coming in shut off your electronics at least 30 to 60 minutes before you go to sleep, and that stimulates the production of melatonin in the brain, which kind of starts this uh, sleep process. Uh, sometimes I would use a supplement of melatonin to help me if I wasn't able to do this, but um, most of the time I, I did it naturally by just uh, getting the environment conducive uh, to sleep. Smoothies became very important too, they were critical for my success, and the reason I loved smoothies so much was at 11 a.m i would break my fast of uh, 16 hours by having a smoothie and in the smoothie i i had this bin and in the bin i would put all the key ingredients that were important for me for the day and i kind of wanted to have that in my smoothie so i would get that out of the way and start my day off right so in the bin i had this uh, protein plant-based organic protein powder i got that at costco i had omega-3 fish oils or omega-3 um, fatty acids in there with DHA and EPA, a really good ingredients for the brain and the nervous system and my body, and fiber, organic fiber. So I had that in my bin, and I would take my bin out with my personal blender uh, that was about half a liter, 500 milliliters, uh, two cups, and I would blend up a smoothie. I would put some uh, um, nut. Milk in there, like almond milk or macadamia milk. I would add some water and then I would put in um, some of the ingredients I just went over those protein powders and the omega 3 fatty acids, the fish oils. And then I would add some other oils sometimes, like some a little bit of olive oil, which actually made it froth up and taste pretty good, which I didn't expect. I would add some vitamins like vitamin B. D and C into my smoothies because I read up and found out they're really important. I added some matcha like a green tea powder to it, and even some maca for my, uh, for my, uh, stimulate my metabolism. So I just did a lot of research on different supplements. And as I learned about them, I would try them out and, and put them into my smoothies and into my routine to see if it would make a difference for apps. I use the Carb Manager app, the Auto Sleep app, the Apple Watch workouts, the Nike Run Plus app later on in my 100 day routine, and the Breathe app for meditation, which is on the Apple Watch. So I was able to use these apps very effectively and they kind of integrated with one another. So if you guys are interested in learning more about this, I get into the details of. The 100-Day Diet in the book that I'm writing. Uh, That book, 100-Day Diet, will be released September 1st, 2021. It's available for pre-order now. I'll put the link below in the show notes so you can click on that. Um, I'll also put a link for uh, if you need extra help. So if you would like to talk to me about um, some of the obstacles that you're facing and what you need to do to kind of overcome these obstacles, getting started, maybe some of the failures you've had in the past and kind of the goals you have going forward, I'm here to help. And uh, so if you do want a one-on-one consultation, just click on the link below as well, and we can set up a one-on-one consultation. I can answer your questions and hopefully uh, help you to get motivated and started uh, on your weight loss journey. So I want to thank you for uh, joining me today. We will have some workshops coming up these 100 day workshops in September and going forward. So check out Eventbrite, uh, www.eventbrite.ca and uh, you, you'll you be able to find the 100 day workshop in there. And uh, I hope you guys have much success on your journey. Uh, I think what's really important is that you do set some goals for yourself health wise, that you do work on it to get healthier. It's that process that really is enjoyable. And then in the end, when you're uh, successful at it, it just feels so great, uh, the accomplishment of doing that. So again, thanks for joining me today, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day.